Hello, everybody. This is Jesse and Jerry V. And this is our podcast to give you updates about our ministry, the church planting that's going on in Italy, uh, updates about our life, what's going on, and informing you of different ways that you can get involved in what we're doing as the Lord is working through us in Italy. Thanks for listening. Hello, everybody. Jesse here in Italy and doing our short uh, update on this episode. Uh, this is now the month of August, and uh, the title of this uh, update that we sent out, the email with which I'm gonna, from which I'm gonna read, and then share and expound a little bit, uh, has to do with the month of August in Italy. Uh, everything shuts down. So the title of the update was actually "Shut Down," and um, <clears throat> not like in America or. or Many other countries, I think, uh, Italy is unique in, in that uh, most people, when they have the vacation time, it's in the month of August. It's like a, a unified idea of vacation time uh, programmed for August. So many, many stores and businesses close down, and if they tried to stay open, it's almost pointless because there's either no customers to come to the store and purchase anything or or, or do business with you, or uh, all the other stores are also closed. So. Really, they have like no choice but to shut down also themselves. Uh, a little bit during the economic crisis, people sometimes are trying to stay open, but uh, not really much advantage to it. So everybody basically just shuts down, does their own type of vacation, either at home or going somewhere if they can afford it, uh, kind of thing. Uh, but Italy is also a peninsula, so a lot of people uh, are very close by to uh, the sea, and they'll find a way to get to the beach and enjoy somehow, one way or another, for day trips or for weeks at a time kind of thing. Uh, so here we are. We're missionaries. We don't shut down. We continue to work and serve the Lord. We don't need to stop. Uh, His grace uh, gives us energy to press on and serve, and there's no stopping. There's lots of ministry to do, lots of lost people to be reached. Yet at the, at the same time, to uh, reach them, uh, the lost people, when they're all gone and disappearing and shutting down, checking out, so to speak, uh, there's not really many people to reach in the month of August. Uh, so this update is a way for us to let everybody know that we're changing gears throughout the month of August in Italy and dedicating ourselves to some other very important tasks that help the mission to go forward, help the church to thrive and bear fruit, and free us up to dedicate more time to evangelism once September comes back around. Uh, so we'll share some of those updates today, let you know how you can be praying along with us, uh, involved in what the Lord is doing in Italy uh, with us and through us, uh, prayerfully and uh, and. Yeah, so that's the idea with that. I will start today with our verse, Bible verse, which comes in this update that we sent out. And today it comes from Isaiah chapter 55, verses 8 and 9. And this was uh, some verses that we also looked at during a Sunday sermon here in Italy and then connected it to uh, to some other verses from Matthew chapter 7, when Jesus said, uh, I don't know you, go away from me, evildoers, uh, even though they said that they were preaching in his name and doing this in his name and this and that. Uh, and we, we, we realize a lot of people don't have answers to those verses when Jesus talks like that from Matthew seven twenty one to 23. Uh, but there are answers, and uh, you need to find out what that is. Uh, so we were able to go and look and see a little more what that means. What is grace? We looked at that. We looked at the doctrine of predestination, the doctrine of election, of grace, and uh, how one can know that he is actually saved. And, uh, and the problem that these people were having there in their situation, thinking they were okay with God. And there's a lot of people today that actually think they're right with God and doing God's service, uh, but are actually not even born again. They haven't even been brought to life uh, by the Spirit of God. Uh, so there's a lot that people can do without actually being born again. That looks Christian, sounds Christian, and all that. Uh, but there's 
There's much to be said about that. So that's a whole other message we'll talk about another time. But anyway, Isaiah 55 reminds us that uh, it says this, For my thoughts, this is uh, the Lord speaking through the prophet Isaiah, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are uh, your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Uh, good reminder for all of us. Um, uh, the ways of the Lord are beyond understanding. He does things we do not understand. There's a lot of people today that believe everybody needs to be healed. Jesus did it at one time. He's doing it still today. Everybody has to be healed. That's a requirement if you're a believer. Uh, but God doesn't heal a lot of people. And uh, that's his, his ways are not our ways. And some of the best testimonies ever uh, told on this planet often come from those who, uh, who are in an illness or a tough situation and are able to testify, if this is what my Lord wants for me, bless his name. This is what's best. I trust he knows what he's doing. I accept it from his hand and I love him the same. I love him even more. Uh, that's true faith. Uh, but anyway, his ways are not like our ways. His thoughts are not like ours. Uh, too often what happens uh, these days is uh, people without a solid uh, foundation in their Christian doctrine, uh, they take God and they bring him down to man size in a way that's understandable, make him just like us. And then we lift up man and make ourselves to be like God. And that's just bad, bad, bad practice. Uh, we always need to, in sound doctrine and good theology, it takes us to see God way, way bigger and higher than, and holier than greater than we are. And it, it lifts up God. And then it lowers man. And a good understanding of those verses from Matthew 7, for example, and the doctrine of grace, what it does when you understand those things, God gets magnified, lifted up, glorified. And man is lowered, humbled in his right place. Uh, and that's how it's supposed to be. Uh, so here are simple comments I would make on this verse, uh, which I left in our update is, uh, I say it often and it's worth repeating. It would do us all good to remember these verses, even tattoo them onto us, for those who are into that stuff, uh, because it does remind us that God is far above us. He does what He pleases. We don't have Him figured out. We will forever learn more of God. And of particular importance, He remains sovereign over salvation, saving who He wants, when He wants, and how He wants. May our hearts bow before Him always in humble adoration for who He is and what He has done for our salvation. If you are born again, He has already done more than you could ask or dream. It truly is a miracle, the work of salvation that God has done. Uh, if you actually believe in Him, you trust in Jesus Christ for your salvation and Him alone, uh, that is a miracle, that a dead, blind, deaf sinner could actually come to love the God of the universe and to love Jesus Christ the Lord, to believe, to trust, to seek after Him. Uh, that is a work of God. Uh, uh, the greatest miracle there ever is is regeneration, uh, salvation. And it's it's important for us, and I, I'm glad to be able to remind our, any listeners today of that reality. We I got an email just the other day of someone crying out for a miracle, for this, that, and for some kind of situation, uh, a believer. And it, it just troubled my heart to think, you know, we do have desperate times. We do need a big help from God a lot of the times. But I know this person, and I know... Uh, without a good understanding of the doctrine of grace uh, and regeneration, salvation, uh, it's easy for us to overlook the greatest miracle ever and to not be satisfied in that. 
But when you do understand the doctrine of grace, when you understand what God has done for us, having known us before the foundation of the earth and, and predestined today for our salvation, changed our disposition without us wanting it, uh, stepping in and changing our heart, regenerating us, when you understand those things, you realize a great miracle has happened and you become a thankful person and a humble person, knowing you did nothing to deserve it, but you received the greatest miracle possible and you have everything. Really, you're lacking nothing. Uh, what matters most is salvation and you have it. Nothing can take it away from you. You cannot lose it. Glory to God. And uh, so good reminder for all of us today. I pray that I encourage you. If you are saved, remember, things are not going well. Most likely in your life, there's a lot of troubles but your greatest need has been met. Things are well. Uh, so a couple quick updates I do want to share with you. I don't want to go long here, strictly because we don't have a lot of memory on this device. Uh, but uh, the 10-day update shut down being the, the idea for the month of uh, August. Some, some prayer requests uh, we do have for you, if you would pray with us. These are some tasks that we need to accomplish that are for the mission itself and for the church plant itself. Uh, important things that need to happen. That If you could pray for us, that would be a wonderful blessing. Uh, we believe the Lord uses your prayers to help us accomplish things that on our own we just can't do. Um, so I already mentioned how it shuts down. I'm not going to read this stuff. Uh, but the church association, this is uh, one thing on our list that you can pray for. What does that mean? Uh, Italy, most churches, evangelical churches, again, there's so few, very small. Uh, a 50-person church in Italy is a huge deal. Very, very big. It's like a mega church. Uh, the very, very few churches in Italy, less than 1% are evangelical. Uh, we're not recognized by the government. Most churches, evangelical in Italy, are not recognized by the government, which means if you marry someone, for example, you can't marry them. You, you, before God, you can do a marriage, but they have to go to the town hall to get legal documents taken care of, stuff like that. Uh, a church association is something that we need to be able to evangelize and ask uh, permission of the town hall to be able to do public evangelism stuff, uh, to rent out a facility, to open a bank account, anything like that for the church plant. Uh, we need an association to do that. And some good friends of ours have done this already and they've given us the documents. We just have to change information around, personalize it, get the right people to, to sign and be involved and but get that rolling and it's moving forward. Uh, but that's something uh, we've been putting off for a while because we have so many other things to do, but it needs to happen. Uh, so this month, we're going to dedicate time to getting that ready to go up and going. So if you could pray for us for the church association, that would be a great blessing. Thank you for that. Another thing is that a, a church hall, a place to rent where we can do worship. Uh, very, very few, if any, churches in Italy have purchased a piece of property and worship out of that. Uh, most are done either in um, someone's uh, cantina uh, uh, or in a little public store type thing where you rent out and you put chairs in there and create it and make it into a church uh, place where you can worship. Scandalous in the eyes of an Italian because when they think of church, they think of these mega structures, these ancient Roman Catholic churches that cost everybody all their money to build. Uh, another story but a church hall we need to find a place where we can worship and there's a bunch here available that we can rent out just for Sundays which is all we need at this time uh, but once we get the church association set up then we can rent out this hall but pray for the Lord to direct us to the best one one that's in a, a good spot a visible location easy to get to parking nearby uh, and that would serve the needs uh, in these early years of this church plant uh, so pray for that that we find a good hall and we can get uh, favor from the from the people that we're, we're seeking to uh, rent from and have a good relationship and be able to worship there for as long as the Lord wills. Uh, another thing you can pray for, so the church association, the church hall, a place to, to worship out of, uh, ESL classes and teachers. We're now putting together again some conversational type English classes as a way to be a blessing to the people here in the area, to personally help them out in their English, help them speak better, uh, and, and get to know them, uh, be, be involved relationally in their life. 
and uh, to point them to Jesus Christ, to, to have an open door, Lord willing, to also proclaim the good news and, uh, and lead these people to Christ. So ESL classes is a great way to do that. And uh, we're limited on people right now, but we can still do stuff. Uh, so pray that we find a place that we can do it out of. It could, even, it could be as simple as a coffee bar, uh, which we have a few that we're thinking to ask now to, to be able to offer that out of their coffee bar, gather a few people in and have conversational English lessons with them. Uh, or... Um, if we find this good hall for the church, we can also use that to host some English classes. Uh, so pray for that. ESL teachers is another thing. As early as this fall, we could begin hosting interns for two to three months and uh, with their help be able to do uh, English lessons and meet more people and get to know them. Uh, more people is definitely a necessary thing here in Italy uh, to serve the Lord. So if you speak English and you're able to teach a little bit and instruct, you don't have to be an actual uh, trained ESL teacher, but if you speak English, you know the language well enough, and uh, you're good with people, you may be a good fit. Uh, so contact us if you're interested in that and do being an ESL teacher for two to three months, either this fall or next uh, late winter, early spring next year. Another possibility. But pray for that for us anyway to find people that would uh, be willing and want to come live in Italy and, and serve for a little while. Uh, that would be a great help to the church plant. Cell groups, uh, something we want to start up this fall. Another thing on the list. Uh, so the church association, the church hall, ESL classes, cell groups, starting this fall, Lord willing, we're going to begin either Thursday or Friday nights having a little gathering in our home, uh, getting people to come that we know, contacts that we're making, friends of, of new believers, things like that, where we can come share a, a light, simple meal, some fellowship, time together, and then uh, have a time of prayer and a time in the Word, uh, doing a Bible study. In this particular season, the fall, we're going to do eight weeks, Lord willing, on the doctrines of grace, as I mentioned even earlier, the doctrines of grace. Very, very important, foundational stuff for Christianity. The word grace, everybody agrees and likes, but very, very few, I've noticed, uh, actually understand what grace is. Uh, so we want to do an eight-part series on that. Pray that uh, I can get those uh, that series put together uh, this month so it's ready to go for September when we start up. And pray for uh, a good turnout for that event and that it be used by the Lord to get people saved and get His people edified. Uh, another thing on the list then is uh, sermon preparation. Uh, a great idea here is in the month of August when everything shuts down, get some extra quality time with the Lord in prayer, uh, in doing uh, a good good Bible study and putting together uh, sermons. We're probably going to start from the book of Mark, uh, doing uh, uh, verse by verse, chapter by chapter, going through the book of Mark uh, this fall uh, for Sundays. Uh, so what we can do is lay out the outlines for each section, get everything ready to go, and uh, get the messages prepped so that during the week leading up to each Sunday, just takes a little bit of time to uh, get the specific uh, word that would be preached that Sunday and that we're ready to go. That frees up time throughout the next six months then, uh, at least six months, to to evangelize more because that still is the primary task in church planning on the mission field in places like Italy. Evangelism has to be happening on a regular, daily basis. Otherwise, you have nobody to preach to because no one will come into a church in Italy. You open a door, you expect people to come, all that's going to come is air, uh, maybe a little wind, and maybe a couple beggars, but no people looking for God. So we have to go to the people, evangelize, and then you can expect some people to come to church once the Spirit saves them. So sermon preparation, the last thing here, no, two last two things, a church site, website is what that refers to. Been working on that the last couple of days. Uh, we want to get that up and going also very soon. Uh, it's not for the same purposes as a church back in the U.S. would be. But nonetheless, in this day and age, a web presence is very important uh, for those that God is calling to himself or receiving or tracks something like that to have a, a reference point or a way to, to be engaged with the church, find out where it is, all that kind of stuff. 
and even in Puerto Nona, a number of people came to the church as a result of seeing the website. Uh, it does have an important role. So pray that we can get that up and going this month also, have the funds to be able to purchase the domain and get it online, that kind of thing. Publish it. Uh, pray for the church website. Thank you. Refreshment is the last thing on the list. Uh, what does that mean for me and for my wife and our family to also enjoy some times of refreshment? Uh, missionaries need a little bit of vacation also, obviously. Uh, we do long hours, minimum 40 a week, minimum. Uh, we do a lot of work, and then there's the, on top of it all the tensions of being in a culture that's not yours, in a different culture, having to cross language barriers, cultural mindsets, all that kind of stuff, spiritual warfare, you name it. Uh, refreshment is a necessary thing to uh, to be able to just unplug a little bit, to be able to have some uh, good time in the Word, good time in prayer, uh, uh, and be recharged for the next season uh, to press on. So if you guys could pray for all those things, that would be a tremendous thing. Thank you guys so much. I love being able to let these requests be made known. And we do know that a lot of you really are faithful, you and your small groups and your churches, to actually list these things and bring them before the Lord in prayer. And we know uh, we're bearing fruit in Italy uh, not because we're doing stuff uh, on our own, but because uh, people are praying, the Lord is answering, and uh, and God's grace is pouring out. So God bless you guys. Thank you. A quick note here would be uh, opportunities to serve in our update. Three quick things. Uh, think about joining a PMC short-term cohort next summer in Italy. Mass distributions, house-to-house, coffee bar, gelato shops, that kind of stuff. Uh, things that we do to create dialogue with the people. They can then reach out to us. Uh, a park ministry with the kids and with the parents and with the grandparents, creating a presence here for the church, uh, engaging the people, help, letting them know about Jesus Christ, the Savior, explaining the gospel in simple terms, playing games with them, prizes, all that kind of stuff. Wonderful ministry, park ministry. And then also a little bit of drama ministry that involves in the evening, in the piazzas, uh, doing things together in a crowd, engage them, get conversation, do relational uh, missions and real genuine evangelism. Uh, uh, team evangelism, doing it together as a cohort, we call it. Uh, so think about that for next summer. If you have questions, do contact us. English teacher, I already mentioned, if you're interested in doing ESL, a way of doing an internship or being involved uh, up to three-month period of time, living in Italy and serving, helping the church plant by meeting new people, blessing the people by teaching English, wonderful opportunity, also that, contact us. And here's an odd one, but this is also important and a good way to help us reach lost people, Thanksgiving. I'm an American. I've been eating turkey every year for a long time since I've been alive. And uh, uh, then I came to Italy and we started doing turkey or Thanksgiving outreaches every year and I got sick of it. Uh, but the truth is I've never made a turkey in my life. I don't even know how you would do that. Uh, and if I had to make a turkey and do a Thanksgiving Day outreach, I would have to buy chickens, I think, already cooked and tell everybody it's a turkey. And then they'll know it's not a turkey and they'll have all kinds of problems. It wouldn't be a good good outreach. So if you know how to make a turkey, you want to come to Italy for a week, help out with some setup, with some preparation, some tangible stuff that you can do. Help us to prepare a, a meal for about 15 to 20 people uh, where we can share this tradition with them, the idea of Thanksgiving, and bring it to the gospel where all of us, every human on the planet, owes Thanksgiving to God. If they're still alive, they need to be thankful. Uh, and then we can get the gospel to people in a unique way through an event like that. But we need help to do it. Jerry she's not even American. She's Filipino. She's never made a turkey either. Uh, plus, we got a baby. It'd be hard to make a turkey. Baby, you know, it's complicated. But if you want to help out, consider that. That's a great way to be to be involved in the Lord's work here. Come do a week in Italy. See Venice. Spend time with us. Help out with the church plan. Get to know the local Italians that we're reaching out to, the small church body that's forming, and be used by God to make this event a reality. That would be uh, in the end of uh, November. So 
Let us know if you're interested in coming to Italy to help out for the Thanksgiving dinner. That's the end of my publicity uh, speech there. Uh, another quick thing I mentioned on our update is uh, a book recommendation. You can check that out on our blog, The Unfinished Reformation. Good book. Shares about the differences between Protestantism and Catholicism in a good, healthy way that encourages good gospel conversation to happen with people who are of the Catholic uh, Catholic tradition. Uh, podcast episode is on there, a link to the Facebook thing, all that good stuff, and then our own personal thank you. We thank you, Jerry V, Jesse, and Cornelius for your prayers and your participation. So thanks for tuning in today, guys. Uh, thanks for being a part of what God is doing here in Italy. Great stuff is happening, and that we believe even better stuff is to come here in Italy. To God the glory. Thanks. God bless. Ciao, ciao. Thanks again for listening. For more information about our church planting ministry in Italy, you can visit us at practicalmissions.com. Thanks again. God bless. Bye-bye. Ciao, ciao. ciao. If you like the podcast, we encourage you now to come on over and join us on the inside. If you love Jesus Christ, you love this podcast, you love the Italian people, you love the church of Jesus Christ, it's the perfect place for you to meet other people and uh, see and understand more about the Italian culture and what is going on with Practical Missions Cohort in the Italian context. Look forward to seeing you over there. God bless.